your Division II champions, Grand Valley State. It's the Ankara Podcast, presented by the Grand Valley Sports Network. Hi again, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Anchor Up podcast presented by Metro Health, the official sports medicine provider of GVSU Athletics. Some sign that spring is on the horizon is that March Madness is here. March Madness is here. The uh, weather is something. Uh, so we're going to lose an hour of sleep. Yep. It's fall back, spring ahead, so yep. we jump forward. We're going to lose an worth hour. Worth it. I yeah. think it's worth it. Yep. Uh, stay light outside a little bit longer, which is always nice to walk outside when it's still light out. That's right. It also makes it more fun to... Do things outside, and winter sports are wrapping up. Spring sports or a lot of outdoor sports are about to get underway, so that'll be good for us as well. I know some teams have been able to practice outside this week because the weather's been cooperative. Some people have even found a way to get out on the golf course. We, really? won't, uh, we won't talk about who has done that. Played a little hooky from work in the afternoon. They had a chance to go uh, hit the links since the temperature creeped up into the 60s, but it's, it's time now to take a look at our weekly recap because it has certainly been a now, busy— Hold on, hold on. I heard you say something this morning on that. You blamed the greens for poor putting? No, no, no. I said I'm a terrible putter and the greens were bad. Oh, okay. I, I heard it's that. It's important story. to note that I said both. Okay. Um, yeah. So it was, I mean, the, there was snow on those greens like three days ago. Correct. You know, so. I mean, I, I knew what to expect. I wasn't putting, what I was saying was I had three par putts and a birdie putt. I made one of them for par, but I was impressed with myself considering I got myself in those positions first round since December. Yeah. And of course the greens were bad and I'm a terrible putter. I put both of those out okay. there. I just wanted to make sure you weren't comparing yourself to Alex Scott. No. Who, by the way, let's let's, let's get that out there. Alex Scott with a nice uh, little um, qualifier win. Oh yeah. Um, a week, just over a week ago. So the former Laker golfer doing an outstanding, outstanding job uh, in his professional career, and we love keeping track of Alex Scott. And uh, Coach Gar- Coach Gary Bissell is very uh, obviously proud of him. And who's more proud, Coach Bissell or Coach Sayers? Uh, you know, gosh, that's a great question. Because Phil likes to lay claim to a lot of things that Alex has done in his career. Phil's also hoping that Alex reaches the next level so that he can, Phil wants pe- to caddy. He can petition to caddy yeah, for he wants him. To caddy. Exactly. That's, that's the real goal. Which, it's selfless but selfish I'm at not, the same time. I'm not having Phil Sayers read, read a putt that's going to hinge on, you know. Millions of dollars, millions perhaps. Of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Well, he could have read my putts for me yesterday. Couldn't have gone any worse, so who knows. <laughs> Anyway, today is March 11th. That's right. We are in the midst of the madness. Let's take a look back at last week as the madness began with the GLIAC tournament, the Grand Valley State women's basketball team falling in overtime to a really good Parkside team. But because of all they did early on in the season, they still put themselves in position to earn an at-large bid to the NCAA tournament. They are the four seed in the Midwest region. We'll preview another matchup with, guess who, the Ashland Eagles in the NCAA tournament a little bit later on in the show, Tim. But we knew how good that Parkside team was. We talked about it last week. The Lakers played really well on the offensive side of the ball, did as much as they could, and then they had a six-point lead late, unfortunately. Parkside did what Parkside does, which is hit big threes down the stretch. They did, and, you know, the Lakers, again, it was a tight game throughout. We kind of thought Grand Valley State had had gotten over the hump in terms of getting that six-point lead. Parkside hit a couple big shots. Lakers had a couple untimely turnovers and uh, missed a couple shots, and all of a sudden, you know, you're going into a situation where uh, it, it's tied to the end of regulation. There was some there was some controversy there between the clock and a foul, and the the clock didn't start on time. And yeah, go, I don't I still even know good where about to begin. I don't even know where to begin in terms of breaking all of that down because first of all, there's 0.2 seconds left on an inbound tip play. Ellie Drusty did a great job, I thought, defensively. Yeah. I don't even think she touched the player. The 
official trailing the play called the foul, which is something that to me is just I, I don't I can't really explain it that late in the game that's tied heading towards overtime how the official would decide that game and then luckily they say the clock didn't start on time so they couldn't Which figure out only two tenths of a second yeah I, I don't know the explanation <laughs> oh. is still kind of lost on me but either way it led to overtime the Lakers caught a break so to speak at the end of regulation but wound up falling anyway to Parkside who's a really good basketball team I, I think that team offensively was one of the most consistent threats that the Lakers faced all year. Obviously, Michigan Tech is really, really good, but they're more of a grinded-out defensive team mm-hmm. like the Lakers versus, you know, that, that Parkside team when they're rolling, man. I mean, I think they put it's up a, 95 yeah. on Ashland. Like, they, they like can to chuck score it. the ball. They so. like to chuck it up, and they don't they – don't, they know, when they walk into a gym, every shot's a good shot. Right, and that's one of those teams that's so dangerous to play in a one-and-done setting like that where if they catch fire like they did at the end of the game, you know what it out, is? So. I know, I know what, exactly what it is. Uh-oh. Kyle Monroe from the state of Wisconsin. So, so I, that, I, I'm, that, that, I'm struggling Wisconsin, to put these pieces together. That's the Wisconsin together. thing. When, when, Cal, when Cal Monroe was at Michigan Tech, he walked into a gym and there wasn't a shot. He didn't think it was a great shot. Oh, so you're saying that's so how they teach that's basketball that's over in Wisconsin. That's how they teach basketball in Wisconsin. Well, you walk Mike into Williams gym, might have something to say about that. but Yeah, he played back in the he – he, he Oh, this is old school. Okay, old school. That, this is new school this Wisconsin school. basketball. This is like new school This is the Kyle Monroe era of Wisconsin basketball. Willie's old school. I mean, Dick Bennett. Um, you know, those guys. So all right, all right. Um, uh, I'll follow your theory. But anyway, the women's basketball team falls in the quarterfinals to Parkside. They're back in action this week. We'll preview that a little bit later on. Then on the men's side, boy, another year, another year. You see them just right on the outside looking into the NCAA tournament. And again, you feel like they did enough. Seven of their last nine games are victorious. They beat Lake Superior State in the GLIAC quarterfinals, lose to the eventual GLIAC champs, Michigan Tech, or probably the best team in the GLIAC in Michigan Tech, and then they get unlucky in Ashland beating the Huskies in the championship game, giving Ashland an automatic qualifier, which probably is the win that knocked Grand Valley out of the tournament. And two of, the, their, two of their last losses were against this Michigan Tech team that's in the tournament. They split at Ashland. They got some good wins. They, that one loss to Wayne State was by three points at home with three technical fouls called, including a very key one late in the game. So just a lot of what-ifs. Like we talked about all those three-point losses Grand Valley had. Three of four early on were by three points. So Grand Valley had a tremendous season, a lot to be proud of. And I think, quite honestly, Tim, even though they lost Elion Brown down the stretch there, I think this team was playing their best basketball at the end of the year. We talked about yeah, it, I think it was true. I, I really think they were. Uh, you know, obviously losing Del Brown was a huge loss. Well, what hurts and even more is that you figure Del would have been back this week. Yeah. So you yeah. thought they, if they did just enough to weather that storm, get into the NCAA tournament, you get Dell back, and then they could have really made a run here. Here's, here's, here's my take on the whole NCAA tournament thing. I have no po- – Michigan Tech beat us on a neutral court, won the series. Two, two to three, you could say. Sure. I, I know. Um Ashland won their way into the tournament. They got the. Uh, they that's got, the they, way the NCAA won, tournament they won. You win the conference in. tournament, which is a whole separate conversation we could have. When you do but, a deep dive into the uh, Wayne State versus Grand Valley State uh, resumes, um, they came over here, beat us by three points. We're supposed to come over again. Didn't play. Opted not opted to. Opted not to play, and the, the the league did not force them to come over here and, and play. And that's the reason why they won a GLIAC regular season championship, and that's, too. And that's what that's what everybody's talking about. They won the GLIAC regular season champion. You had to take – well, if you do a deep dive into who they played and who they didn't play throughout the regular season, they didn't even play Michigan Tech. They didn't play Northern Michigan. You know, they right. only played Grand Valley once. So that's their – 
you know, when you look at their, their record, their record is based on, they were, th- of the teams they lost to, I think they were 36 and 64 of, and of the teams. So those teams that they lost to were combined. And, and so it, Grand Valley was the exact opposite in terms of the teams we lost to had a combined record of like 64 and 37. Wayne State's was 37 and 64. And so when you do a deep dive into the numbers, I'm not so sure Wayne State deserved to get in over Grand Valley, but that's just my take. I work at Grand Valley, so obviously how I'm going to feel. Well, obviously on the Anchor Up podcast, we're going to think that Grand Valley should get in over Wayne State, but I I do agree that there was a little too much onus put into winning a regular season championship for Wayne State when that's not really in a year like this with an unbalanced schedule, playing back-to-back. I think you got to look at the full body of work a little closer, as you mentioned, and do a little bit better of a job of finding out what the actual criteria should be and following the stuff that makes sense to us. Grand Valley probably has a stronger tournament resume, especially considering Wayne State lost to the 10 seed in the conference in Saginaw Valley. Oh, and by the way, two teams opted out, so there were only 10 seeds. Mm -hmm. So 10 out of 10, Saginaw Valley beat Wayne State in the GLIAC quarterfinals. So that should kind of tell you where their team was at versus where Grand Valley's team was at. And I just feel like that's a Grand Valley team that I would love to see get a chance to play this weekend in Indiana, but unfortunately that it was a, it was is a, not the case. It was a punch to the gut two years in a row. Last year we've gone over that. I mean, we got – we got. I don't even know. Well, I, 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 mean, I, do, I do think it's important to bring it up, though, because we talked about it a lot all year long, and I think that had the Lakers made the NCAA tournament last year, this one wouldn't hurt as bad. It's a COVID year. You can say uh, there was only six teams. We probably would have gotten in if there were eight. Obviously, it stinks, but everything stunk in 2020, 2021, so, you know, move on. But the fact that it happened last March as well, in the way that it happened last March, with the Lakers splitting in the GLIAC tournament, losing to Michigan Tech in the semifinals, thinking they had done enough, and then they got bumped for Bellerman, who was leaving Division Two <laughs> anyway, made you very upset. And then, obviously, here you are 365 days later, and essentially the same thing happens and it's just very very tough to swallow and I know for a veteran team and a veteran coach like coach Wesley it's just uh it, it, it's not it, it's sometimes it could feel unfair and we're going to just touch on this one time uh so southern Indiana hasn't played since February what I think it was February 18th something yeah, like maybe that maybe 22nd I don't know uh, I think it's before that even I think the 13th or 14th um southern Indiana's hosting a regional mm-hmm. hasn't played since the middle of February and still stayed as number three seed. Conspiracy so. theories abound around the uh, Midwest regional bracket in Division Two men's basketball. Well, yeah, yeah, like you said, we'll just uh, we'll, we'll throw that information out there and leave it at that. Grand Valley State men end their season winning seven of their final nine games, probably one of the hottest teams in the region. It's a team that definitely nobody wanted to face in a win-or-go-home situation, but Grand Valley does not get that opportunity. Moving on in our weekly recap, all of this, by the way, brought to you by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan. Confidence comes with every card. Here for you now more than ever. Men's and women's tennis had a little trip down to North Carolina, finished it on a positive note on the way back up. They stopped off in West Virginia and beat Charleston with the men and women, both getting victories at the back end of their trips. Volleyball goes over to Saginaw in a tough gym to play, a tough team that always seems to goose it up a little bit when Grand Valley comes to town and the Lakers swept Saginaw first, a five-set thriller. They took that one, winning the fifth set 16-14, staving off, I think, three 
match points for Saginaw in that fifth set to come back and win it, and then a four-set dominating win, starting with a 25-11 to set one victory, and Grand Valley never looked back. They sweep the Cardinals in the Battle of the Valleys on the volleyball court, and Allie Thompson was unbelievable in the first day playing as an outside hitter. She had 23 kills, hit 263, was phenomenal, and then the second day, another balanced attack. Uh, Lisa Sullivan is really coming on strong, the West Point transfer, and uh, Jayla Wesley, Central Michigan transfer, and then, of course, Jayliana Primus has been fantastic on both the offensive and defensive side as well. And Coach, uh, Coach Ganlin talked about it in the sports report this week, Tim. They, they entered the weekend leading the nation in blocks per set. So you knew that Saginaw was going to try to mix things up, force the Lakers into a little bit of a different offensive scheme, force them to beat them offensively, and Grand Valley was up to the challenge. Well, we talked about we think this volleyball team, we think uh, through this un unconventional season here that they're having in the spring, they're going to be they're going to improve throughout. They're going to be better at the end of the spring uh, as, uh, you know, the, their season than they are going to be at the, at the beginning. And they're 5-1 and one now. And uh, so uh, maybe they're a little bit of a head where Coach Johnson and Coach Scanlon think, th you know, thought they were going to be. And I think that, that, you know, I'm looking for big things out of this team through the rest of this year and into next year because I really think this is a stepping stone to an outstanding team and uh, some outstanding uh, play ahead. Softball went 3-2 and two over the weekend in the Midwest region crossover. They finished it off with a 7 nothing victory on Sunday. Genesis Eggert, the freshman, went seven innings, gave up one hit, and it was a dinky little hit in the second inning. Other than that, she was flawless in her first collegiate win. Congratulations to her. Another freshman that impressed Hannah Hollister hit over 580 for the weekend. She was on base 14 times across the five games. Did a phenomenal job for Grand Valley setting the table. As a matter of fact, her and Megan Koningshoff were the two freshmen that were kind of plugged in the top of the lineup, were given the opportunity to set the table. Nakoma Holman, of course, went deep again. She's got three home runs on the young season, and Grand Valley's ranked number 20 in the nation. Hannah Biotis picked up a win over the weekend as well, and the Lakers go 3-2. and two. They're 6-2 and two to start their year. On the baseball diamond, Tim, Grand Valley usually goes down to Florida for spring break. Instead, they went a little bit closer to home to North Carolina. Still had to fly down there, but 3-2 and two on opening weekend. And, uh, you know, we, we talk about baseball all the time, about how it's a grind. It's such a long, drawn-out season. It's all about trying to stay even keel, stay the course, trust the process, trust your fundamentals, play the game. I feel like for a sport like baseball, it's so hard when you've been sitting there on your hands for 350 days to not come out there with a little overzealous energy, yeah. which can actually be a bad thing in that sport. Yeah, and, and, and you're playing games against teams that have already played outside. We're playing outside. I mean, they literally – not even just playing, practicing. They haven't, they they haven't, haven't fielded they haven't, a fly ball yeah. against the real sky. Uh, you're playing on grass. You're, you, haven't play, you haven't been outside to practice at all. Um, you know, and, and I, your season ended a year ago pretty much. Um, haven't played since. Some of these guys didn't even get, play summer ball because there was an abbreviated summer season for a lot of these guys in terms of a lot of the collegiate summer leagues didn't even have seasons. So, you know, it was it – was, uh, Good for them to get outside and just get their feet wet again. Just, you know, try to try to get back into the swing of things. We had some COVID-related issues in terms of some guys who couldn't travel, some injuries from previous COVID-related issues. Um, so I know Coach Detillion, you know, was ha just happy to get outside, happy to pick up, a, you know, a couple of victories. They, they split with Kentucky Wesleyan. Kentucky Wesleyan has really done a, a good job in the last few years in terms of how they've built their program. Uh, lost the game to Cedarville. I think they'd like to get back. But, um, again, uh, uh, just excited for those guys to get outside and, and, and to be able to play again.
Absolutely. So baseball's three and two to start their season. There is your recap of everything that happened over the last week. One other note for you. We are recording this on Wednesday. Lacrosse is playing Finley as we speak. So we would also we would give you a recap of that one, however, because we're doing this podcast recorded on Wednesday, so it's ready for you on Thursday. We do not have a recap of that one. The Lakers trying to start the season two and oh, they're off to Indiana, Pennsylvania on Friday to continue their season getting ready for that big home opener in a couple of weeks when uh, Indy comes to town for what could be a top 10 matchup, depending on how things shape out other ways. So we'll keep you up to date on that one. Maybe we'll get a score for you before we get out of here. Yeah, but I mean, they just had the first draw. There you go. They just All right. had the draw. So, so to give you a so we're, we're recording this at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, so they're just underway over in Ohio. So we'll try to keep an eye on that before we close down the podcast and give you a little update on how they're doing. That is your weekly recap brought to you by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan. Confidence comes with every card here for you now more than ever. The Anchor Up podcast is also brought to you in part by NovaCare. Discover the power of physical therapy by PNC Bank, the official bank of GVSU Athletics, PNC Bank, for the achiever in you. From Earhart Construction, right from the start, by Homewood Suites Grand Rapids, enjoy all the comforts of home at the only extended stay hotel in downtown Grand Rapids. By Uccello's, where great food and sports come together. By DTE Energy, know your own power. Mervine Beverage reminds you to drink responsibly and also brought to you in part by Fox Motors. All right, well, we just looked back. So before we go into what's ahead, let's highlight some of the big moments from the week. It's time for our great moment of the week brought to you by the Randy Catterberg Agency. And for me, I start with my great moment of the week, getting to see it on social media, watching the women's basketball team gather in the Hall of Fame room and find out that their name had officially been called as a member of the NCAA Midwest Regional Tournament. It also moves in nicely with our Coors Light stat of the week. Women's basketball has now reached six consecutive NCAA tournaments, a phenomenal accomplishment for Coach Williams, Coach Sayers, and their whole crew getting back to the tournament despite all of the turnaround in that team this year. The Lakers reloaded and headed into the big dance. So that moment where they found out they were getting in, we talked to Emily Spitzley yesterday in some interviews for TV, and she talked about, you know, they knew nothing was for granted. They, they, sure. they didn't take this for granted. They didn't assume they were in the NCAA tournament. So the emotion of finding out that they were back in this thing, I mean, obviously she had the knee injury last year. Hannah Kulas touched on it as well. You know, she was on the trip with the team, got down there, had to turn right back around and come back. So to have that opportunity to go back this year and play in the NCAA tournament means a lot to that team. And you could see it the way that they celebrated when they found out their name had been called as the four seed in the Midwest region. So that's my moment of the week, Tim. What you got? My moment of the week is just beating Saginaw Valley in volleyball. I love beating the Cardinals. Just, <laughs> just you know, there's a couple of rivals that the Lakers have, and that's always a tough place to play. That's that's a kind of a, a middle school type gym. Um, the you know small, the walls are close. So anytime you can go over there and beat the Cardinals in volleyball, I love it. It's always been a been a, a tough place to play. And so my, my moment of the week, just beating Saginaw Valley in uh, volleyball. Well, I think one of the big things to that as well, Tim, is, and Coach Scanlon talked about this earlier this week, is two years ago that team played a lot of five-set matches mm-hmm. and just couldn't find couldn't a way to the win them. They no, couldn't win right. those five-set matches. So to get one early in this season yep. and win it the way they did, like we mentioned, staved off three match points for Saginaw Valley – kept hanging around and finally do win that fifth set, 16-14. I think that's a really big moment for that team in terms of confidence and, of course, in terms of getting a win as well. Yeah, so, that's, again, you know, we're, 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 we're looking for some big things in this volleyball team. I really like their approach and how they've, you know, gotten better each week here, here so far. So uh, excited for the season. 
as am I. And it's off to a good start with them, 5-1. and one. There's your great moments of the week brought to you by the Randy Catterberg Agency. And now it's time to look ahead to what is on the horizon, another really big, busy week in GVSU athletics. Oh, by the way, there's also a game that's not a game with football going down to Valdosta State. We'll touch on that in just a little bit. But first, we've got to start with the teams in the national tournament. We start with women's basketball taking on Ashland. The upcoming schedule brought to you by Ziegler Automotive. The Lakers face the Ashland Eagles this Friday, 6 p.m. in the regionals opening round against Drury. Basically a mini GLIAC tournament as Grand Valley faces Ashland. The winner of that one will face Michigan Tech, who has a bye through the first round. It's just so funny to me, Tim, no matter how you draw it up. The Lakers and Eagles always wind up playing in big games year in and year out. Both of these teams are reloaded. Both of these teams have very new looks. When these two teams got together the second week of the season, they played two really good games. The Lakers found a way to win both of them. But we know how good Annie Roshak is. We know how much Ashland has missed Sophia Fortner. We'll see if the Lakers can take advantage of that. And to me, Tim, just going back to that, it's going to be so key for Grand Valley to rely on good guard play this week if they're going to beat the Eagles. Yeah, you want to – Roshak is obviously four. She had 40 in the – semifinals or quarterfinals I think and uh, of the GLIAC tournament so you know not that you're going to stop her you just need to slow her down but again you need, really need to control those guards and not let everybody else beat you you know you, you obviously want to control her but you can't let her go off for 25 and then let you know everybody else score as well for them they're a high scoring uh, team they love to get up and down the court uh, you know and Grand Valley has always done a great job of kind of neutralizing that and taking away what they want to do that's one of the you know one of the uh, key things for a Mike Williams defense is he always wants to take away what you want to do I love Bill Belichick in football when well, basketball he really like likes to make you feel uncomfortable and and take away your one and two options and, and see how you're going to uh, progress in that third option so again you know you you knew that <laughs> this tournament time postseason March Madness Grand Valley and Ashland we're going to meet so uh, this is just another installment of that rivalry. And another first for this young Laker team that gets to experience playing in the NCAA tournament, playing with their season officially on the line. Of course, you know, last week in the GLIAC tournament, with nothing guaranteed, they got their feet wet in postseason play, played on a neutral court for the first time, playing in a win or your tournament is done, but now it's win or your season is over. So we'll see how the Lakers respond. This Friday night, go to gvsulakers.com or follow at gvsuwbb. For all the coverage links, how you can follow live stats or watch the live video feed from down at the O'Reilly Center in Springfield, Missouri. Another couple of teams in the NCAA championships. Track and field is on the road down to Alabama. And, Tim, you've got some big qualifiers that are uh, looking to make the name for themselves in the national meet this weekend. Well, the, uh, you know, obviously Coach Baltus and his uh, coaching staff have done an outstanding job of qualifying I believe there are 32 individuals that are at the NCAA championships. So, I mean, we're going to leave somebody off, so you're not even going to get into the names. But uh, I know Coach Baltus feels like both these teams have chances to win a national championship on both the men's and women's side. Um, uh, Ashland, actually, based on the entries, overtook Grand Valley State for being number one going into the championships, just based on the points. Underdogs, nice. Yeah, we're underdogs. So, um, you know, it's going to be a tight competition there, and they're going to need every point available, and they're going to need to score at every spot where they're expected to score. You can't have, a, you know, a, somebody no height in the pole vault or not make it to the finals in their race. I mean, you really they need to, to really take advantage of every opportunity and uh, minimize those areas where you're not scoring. Um, but, you know, in the distance events, they're really going to – that's where they're going to make their hay, uh, and they are loaded in those events. And so you need those individuals to come through 
with their best performance when it's most needed. And we'll see how this strategy worked out. I mean, Coach Baltus has talked about it a lot throughout the course of this season about how they have kind of held some people back in certain situations. They've taken meets off. They've gone two weeks on, one week off. Trying to, Everything was built around this weekend and being in the position to perform well in the Nationals. And it starts today, actually, at 11 a.m. So go to gvsulakers.com for how you can follow some live results all day long. You know, one thing that he did talk about also – because uh, there's less entries, they have they have kind of played with the um, the, t the start times, and so they were playing with the idea of possibly running Nicole Srinen in a, that 60 because if you because there's enough time be between events, you don't want to hurt her when it comes to her main events, the 200, 400. But if there was a chance because she had qualified, then they were thinking about running her in, in, in one of those events because you can steal some points there because of the time based in between. So, you know, again, it was also based on there were a couple of events that because of the qualifying standards, they weren't going to have time finals and not prelims. And so uh, there's a chance where Nicole could actually help the team by running an extra race and scoring points, in which in the 60, I'd, I'd like her chances in that race as well. I mean, yeah, there's not a single race. I don't like her chances, and I think she set the new 200 school record every single week she ran it this year, so she kept on getting faster, and that's a scary thought considering she's already a seven-time All-American. So uh, there's a lot of great names to keep an eye on, on both the men's and women's side. Of course, we've seen what Isaac Harding and Tanner Chata have done in the distance races under Coach Watson and Coach Baltus as well. So like you said, we don't want to get too deep into the names because there's a chance we're going to miss somebody off. And everybody that's involved in this is a, uh, a fantastic performer, should be very proud of themselves. So again, GVSULakers.com will have full coverage of results and recaps after each day of the national meet, which starts today, this Thursday at 11 a.m. And you can also get there, go there and watch live stat, the, the live results and the live video stream that the NCAA provides. That's right. All those links will be available at gvsulakers.com right there on the homepage with the uh, written preview from Ari, Abby Paragon. So make sure you keep an eye out for that as we preview the NCAA championships here this weekend. We'll talk about swimming and diving's championships next week, of course, as those are on the horizon as well. But those are, of course, not the only things going on around GVSU Athletics. Volleyball returns home after a couple of weeks on the road. They take on Crosstown foe Davenport on Friday night at home, then go back across to Grand Rapids on Saturday to take on the Panthers. No home-and-home -home action for volleyball this weekend. They've had our number in volleyball. It's been crazy. They have. They really have <laughs> the last couple of years. Um, so, you know, obviously this team needs to get over another hump, being that crosstown rival uh, at home. And you'd like to get another sweep this weekend. Yep, we'll see what that comes this week. Grand Valley hasn't been home since the opening weekend when they took all six sets from Parkside a couple of weeks ago. Then they went on the road to Wayne State, Saginaw Valley, and now we're back at home to take on the Davenport Panthers. Women's lacrosse, like we mentioned, is on the road in Indiana, Pennsylvania on Friday. They, of course, have that big game coming up in a couple of weeks on the 20th against Indianapolis. That game will be on the Grand Valley Sports Network. Could potentially be a top 10 matchup if both teams continue to take care of business the way they are. And speaking of me hitting the links earlier, Tim, men's and women's golf is underway for the first time this year, this weekend, as uh, the women head on down to Florida, the men head to Nashville, Tennessee, and it should be uh, fun to see those two very talented teams finally get to uh, break out the clubs. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't uh, try to jump on the, bu on the bus uh, with the men to go to Nashville, or Jump on the plane to well, I mean, yeah, fly was, down to If Dustin, I was going to jump on one, I mean, I'd probably try to find a way know, to get to Florida. Maybe, maybe they needed another driver in terms of the van down I, there. I would do whatever duty yeah. was required as long mm -hmm. as they cover my flight and my greens fees. Yeah. 
Oh, green dog. I thought you were a caddy or maybe something. You have to do well, something. Well, I was trying to play. <laughs> maybe so, I, maybe I'll play a practice round in the morning I so I get a feel for what the course is like, and then I can caddy for them yeah. and help coach. That, I, that's how I would play it. I know those teams are excited to finally get outside. They've had, you know, the winter weather. They've been practicing inside. I know they've been kind of meandering down down south a little bit uh, to, f- to find some practice rounds. And, uh, you know, uh, Coach Bissell, again, outstanding team coming back. Uh, that, that Again, the number one re- recruiting class in the country a year ago. They're still two. freshmen, by the way. They're still freshmen. <laughs> and, and because of how everything's kind of playing out right now, uh, they could still be freshmen next year. They could be third-year freshman uh, golfers. So we could have maybe everyone in, our, everyone in that signing class could be a freshman of the year. Yeah, you per- rotate per- whether one, one each, act. roll them on through. So, and uh, Coach Rebecca, obviously uh, outstanding outstanding crew coming back and they are excited to get outside and and start their season yes they are baseball is on the road at akron this weekend cool to play a division one opponent akron who what what was it they didn't have baseball for a couple of years they they brought it back so grand valley kind of helping akron get their feet wet back on the diamond yeah they dropped they had baseball up through 2015 dropped it and then re, uh, restarted it again a year ago. So this is their second year back playing baseball. Young team, uh, obviously a lot of youngsters, and they are playing some Division Two and Division Three teams before they embark on their Mid-American Conference portion of their season. But uh, well, uh, the game with Kent State was canceled because Kent State found a Big East partner to come in and play a three-game series, uh, Seton Hall. So Coach Detillion is trying to find another opponent for down there. Obviously, you don't want to just go down there and play one game. It's kind of a kind of a waste of your time and, and money. So he's trying to find another game to possibly play at Akron versus a Division II team. And so uh, keep, stay tuned to gvslakers.com for that information uh, as they uh, make some schedule changes. Yep, softball's off this week. They go down to Ohio the following weekend to take on Ohio Dominican and Walsh. But they're off this week, the number 20 team in the country. Men's and women's tennis is at home over in Grand Rapids. They're taking on Indiana Wesleyan this Friday afternoon. So a lot of more busy action across campus and beyond as Grand Valley State enters the postseason and also some other sports getting underway. One, A couple other notes for you. The GLIAC preseason polls are coming out this week. It was announced on Wednesday Grand Valley State women's soccer was selected unanimously to win the Great Lakes Intercollegiate Athletic Conference. The Lakers have won 15 straight regular season titles and are, we can still say this, right, the reigning national champs? Yeah, you can, yeah. Ever, they haven't played since December 14th, 2019, so certainly I'm sure they're itching to go in a couple of weeks later on this month. We'll announce the baseball and softball preseason polls as well here in the next couple of days. So everything's on the horizon. Everything is coming to a head. Everything is happening, of course, as we knew it would be in each and every week. We have a ton of athletic events to cover, a ton to get ready for, and we are excited to bring it all to you and give you a quick recap on the Anchor Up podcast. Tim, did we miss anything? I don't think so. I think we, we caught everything and uh, just excited to get these events going. Uh, you can feel the uh, the excitement in the air with all of our teams. And, you know, and, and I'd be remiss if we didn't mention that you know, our teams have been doing an outstanding job. I think we're going on over a month without a positive COVID test. Yep. So those kids really are really taking to heart, you know, staying socially distanced, doing the right thing when you're not at practice by staying away from large gatherings and, and not going out and doing the things a normal college student will, you know, will do. And that all their classmates are still doing, you know, they're obviously having mm-hmm. their still uh, partaking in that college life. And uh, our student athletes doing an outstanding job, and we didn't uh, 
we talked about it. Football is going down to play at Valdosta State. They're going to go hold an NFL-type practice down there on Friday night and Saturday during the day. They're leaving Thursday morning, um, busing to Nashville, spending the night in Nashville, getting up Friday, finishing the trip to Valdosta State. It's about a 14-hour bus ride. And they will practice with the defending – or no, I, I take that back. They won the national championship 2018. Um, I remember that game. Yeah, uh, they beat they beat another opponent that we will we won't mention on the air. You almost slipped um, up and said, "We'll bleep yeah, that out." Yeah. So uh, again, Valdosta State four national championships in, in the history of their program. Grand Valley State four national championships. Outstanding players. Uh, their head coach is former Tiffin head coach Gary Goff. Um, he's, he's going into his second slash third year, I guess you could say now. Um, so. I know Co- Coach Mitchell's excited to get those guys going against. And I, I've been to practice, and they are tired of hitting each other. They want to hit somebody else, and so it's going to be a neat practice. The NFL-type practice where you're going offense versus defense on two separate fields. They have a beautiful facility down there, practice facility. They have grass on one field, turf on another field, lights. So they're going to be able to practice at night, and uh, it's going to be warm down there. It's going to be in the mid-'80s. But I know the uh, the, the guys are excited to get down there and uh, – Play some football. Yeah, and what a unique opportunity for the coaches to learn about their guys against somebody else rather than going on their ones versus ones or goods mm-hmm. versus goods, as you say, without actually counting for a win and a loss. There's so much more teaching you can do, so much more depth, so many more things you can try and experiment with and see what it looks like and just throw stuff out there because, quite frankly, it doesn't count for anything. Yeah, so. there's no game. You're not keeping the score. Obviously, you're going you're gonna, to you know, relish those big plays and you're going to you – know, you're going to look down upon in terms of oh, there's going to be energy. Play. Yeah. Oh, there's going to be a lot of energy between these two teams, and uh, um, but it's, the the, the coaches are excited to see their guys compete again against an opponent with no result in terms of you know that you're trying to win. So you're not going to have your put your ones and twos in harm's way. You're going to get some of those young kids who you really want to see that experience against. Uh, a new face and by the way before we get out of here with all the spring sports about to start and some outdoor weather around us uh, there still has been no change to the GLIAC stance on fan attendance and spectators at GLIAC events so as of right now there is no access to GVSU or GLIAC events on campus if that is to change at any point we will be sure to let you know gvsulakers.com will have the updated fan attendance policy front and center at all times. Of course, social media will announce any changes to that policy as well, but I know some of you are going to be curious as to whether or not you can come out and check out the Lakers, and as of right now, you cannot, so it'll all be through social media or the Grand Valley Sports Network, which will have access to every home GVSU event throughout the spring. So that's the way, as of right now, you can follow your teams, hopefully sometime soon as things continue to improve and as things get better around us there is an opportunity to perhaps get spectators in at some point but as of right now that is not the case so we just want to make sure that that's clear here as we get into the spring season and the outdoor events coming our way as well yeah well obviously uh, the, uh you know that that whole group led by you has done a great job of getting those events out in terms of the video and live stream and i know the fans have loved it we've had unbelievable response from from those people who haven't been able to watch their son or daughters in person, uh, you know, track and field, really those, those parents were very, giving us high grades in terms of, 
in terms of the product that we were able to put out there. We had as many as five streams going at a time. And uh, so I know that the parents are, pr are very appreciative and fans in general of the product we've been putting out there. And we'll continue to put that out there. We'll also continue to put out the Anchor Up podcast. But for now, that's our show for this week. Big thanks to all of you for tuning in to us. For Tim Knott, this is Jake Levy saying so long. Enjoy some championships, everybody. And as always, Anchor Up. Oh, oh.